0: Hello, and welcome to Almost 30 Podcast. It's your girls.
1: It's your girls. What's going on? <laughs> if you guys are on YouTube, you can zoom in and see the food on my sweatshirt. Please <laughs> I've wearing, do. I've been wearing this sweatshirt for the whole week. <laughs> I kind of, I, when look, you find a good sweatshirt and sweatpants set, you just don't want to mix it up. I don't want to change. I love a relationship with like a
0: a comfy outfit.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. It's been on my floor in the morning. I'll put it on all day. Sometimes I'll wear it to bed all night. Whatever. You let like your cats sleep in it so that I they know do. mama is near. I do. They actually are <laughs> obsessed because it's so it's so big. But um excited to see you guys. We're glad you're here. Welcome again to February. We our first week in the membership, which has been so much fun. It's been the best. The best. We're really looking forward to the to to it. Yeah. Thank you guys
0: so much for joining. This is kind of a, a dream come true for Krista and I. We've been working on it for for a long time now. And I think, you know, 2020 was a year where we just got really mm-hmm. clear and focused on how we wanted to serve you guys better. So there it is.
1: Enrollment will open again in about six months. So yeah, stay tuned for that. So if you missed it, fuck. Fuck it to be you. <laughs> I just got this email from this brand. It's like a company people probably know, so I won't say the company name. But it's like a fasting, it's like food that they send you in a box. It's like fasting mimicking. And my friend Athena just did it. And I was like, that's actually space food. I was like, is fasting no food? Honestly, it's like- <laughs> no, this So is in, the bar, <laughs> in the box, it's little bars. And then there's like soup mixes. And then there's like something else. And I'm like, you know, this is possible without buying the kit too. If someone would <laughs> want to do that. Like you could actually just not. Yeah. And I just find it so funny because- Bless if you know someone wants to do this to kickstart whatever. I, I actually find that helpful, but I'm just like, why do we fall for this every time? <laughs> like, it's yeah. it, literally the food, the soup is in a, an air dry baggie.
0: Wait, so you add water to it I and think, then it becomes soup?
1: Yes, maybe it grows into be a soup. I just
0: find that like swinging so far to one side to reset sometimes fucks me up. Totally respect if it comes I just do, find it annoying because it's more
1: expensive a lot of times. And someone, mm. if they wanted to do this, could truly buy a nutrient-dense bar, go macro, paleo, valley, mm-hmm. whatever, better bar, and then buy a wholesome soup. What, you know, whatever their little plan is. But it's always like when it's packaged this way, it's like, okay. I'm, People are about convenience. I know. I'm, I'm down with convenience, but it just made me, it just cracked me up. I'm like, totally. damn, we're doing this again. Space food diet. Space food. <laughs> it's every diet is just repackaged and repurposed into like something else. And for some reason, it catches every time. Mm-hmm. We fall for it every time. I'm like, she's like, you're not doing this. Like, have you heard of it? Like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, bitch, don't <laughs> every diet. I don't ever diet. I don't need to be tempted by this space food diet. Diet
0: fatigue, man.
1: Diet fatigue,
0: 100%. It's just another thing that consumes your brain. Totally. Because I, I remember, I, I wasn't on diets really, but I would catch on to the fads of the Special K. And it would consume your brain. You're like, oh no, I just ate something that's not special K. Like, it's done. Oh my God. But it would be
1: like Think about consuming. that. How much calories was a bowl of soup? <laughs> Sorry, I'm on the soup tip. How much? How many calories was in the bowl of honestly? 120. Was it 120? Yep, swear so to you God. So you'd have one bowl at breakfast, one bowl at lunch? Yep. Mm-hmm. Are and you And then I would have me? a
0: bar in between a special <laughs> K. A a special K bar, which, by the way, is just special K cereal held together (laughs) by…
1: Chocolate. By By high fructose corn syrup. High (laughs) fructose corn syrup.
0: And then I would have like a dinner. (laughs) Well, like, Uh, what was your dinner?
1: Oh, I would go ham. Like, that's the whole thing where, you know, I just like… Too bad I would love to have cereal all day and bars (laughs) all day. That's like actually, for me, a dream. (laughs) But it's like, what kind of… We're just so, oh, it no. just, things can be so simple sometimes and we just choose to not have them be simple. Even though I've done every, I'm trying to think of one that I've done. I remember when Beyonce did Master Cleanse, what I forget oh, yeah. what, I what she that. was like on, like promoting or what made her be, re, like what made that information about her relevant. And she did Master Cleanse and it was like lemon, cayenne and maple syrup only. Uh-huh. I think I just added it to my life. I don't think I subtracted <laughs> anything. So it's just like drinking Your maple syrup. like, what syrup? Are you drinko- drinking? <laughs> <laughs> and then maple syrup literally has like 200 calories in a <laughs> tablespoon. So it just like ends up sucking anyways. Um, grapefruit diet. There was grapefruit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Grapefruit diet was pretty, pretty much, uh, pretty intense. You had grapefruit, I think, every day. Weight Watchers. Oh, I did, I did Weight Watchers. You did, oh yeah, you did apples. I'm so stupid. Apples are dope. I did Weight Watchers though, I think. I don't know when I've done it. I think I've done it a few times.
0: I think the quote from this episode is, apples are dope.
1: Yeah, <laughs> apples are dope. What is um, DJ Khaled or <laughs> DJ Khaled's like pears? Oh. There's like an internet meme about him saying pears. Oh, really? Yeah, something about Look pears. Look <laughs> um, But I thought that was like so funny. That's
0: hilarious, dude. I mean, I've been more, uh, I've been more aware of like the emails that I've been getting because sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just get on like very weird. Somehow I'm on like very weird newsletters. Lately,
1: it's felt like an invasion of privacy. Mm-hmm. I know that I know that I'm pushed to the limit right now. My boundaries are a little murky when I feel an invasion of privacy when I'm getting <laughs> an email, like. I'm like, who makes you think You're that like, you can email me? Uprising, how did you find <laughs> yes, me? Yes, <laughs> literally. Like, what makes you think you can tell me about your sale, West Elm? Yeah, I
0: know. I was literally, I was, I mean, we all know this happens, but I was on my computer looking up a brand that we work with and just like kind of seeing, oh, I'm going to get some stuff like with our code. And then I just popped up an Instagram and there was that ad for that brand. Wow. I was like, whoa, this happened so
1: quick. Wow. And it
0: just kind of, yeah, it feels a little... Feels a little weird. Yeah, that we'll feels never a little funky.
1: Unsubscribing to email lists is probably like one of the best things you could do. Just uh, not accept ours. Oh my gosh! Ex- yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely <laughs> unsubscribing to the ones that don't serve you. Because yeah. I mean, think about how much little lag that is in your day. Every time you look at your email, it's like, oh, you know, I don't want to read that one. Or you have a thought mm-hmm. about every single email. Uh, most for the most part that comes in. So when you do unsubscribe to tons of emails, email lists, I do that over the holidays and whenever there's big sales, like Black Friday or over the holidays, everyone's like sale, sale, sale. I'm like, thank you for reminding me. I'm subscribed to this email list. Unsubscribe right now, please, because I'm subscribed to like dentists in Chicago that I went to right now. Oh, like, totally. Why is this happening?
0: It's kind of like one of those things, like where you go through your closet and you're like, but maybe I'll use this. Maybe I'll wear this, Honestly. like at a weird Halloween party. For me, for your dentist,
1: I'd be like. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. I just feel feel bad because I'm like, they're like, let's do an email. Totally. And then they're like, people are like, oh, fuck. I didn't know I was on this. And they They're like employee of the month, Janine. It's so funny. I For my wedding. So I got my wedding dress. But I was like, I had a moment for a while. I was like, maybe I want to be like a really cool budget bride. And buy like a really affordable wedding dress. And so there's (laughs) these websites and they sell wedding dresses for like $200. I was like, oh, I'm going to try and buy this. Literally comes. It looks nothing like a photo. (laughs) It is the most… Why didn't you show me? It feels like a kid's dress. Does it feel like that material that you hate? Yes. It feels like this pukey material that I hate. It feels like a little girl's dress. Yes. Looks… 0% 0% like, this. it's so wildly different than the picture. And so now I have this like wedding dress, this big poofy, huge wedding dress, just sitting in the bottom of my closet. That's like $200. Justin was like, why did you buy? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'm going to be different. And I'm going to be, I'm going to walk down with a $200 dress. And i be like, whoa, where'd you get that dress? I'll be like, this thing was $200. You guys don't even know. And I do. Yeah, honestly, I'm like, you guys don't even, you guys think that I can't be budget on budget. How many wife. different
0: versions of the bride have you been? Because, oh like, you're t- speaking to this version of like, I want to be like budget. Oh, budget my God. Bride. Good, good point.
1: <laughs> I think when I was at, when I went dress shopping, I was like, okay, maybe I'm a modern bride. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, maybe I'm like a, like a fairy bride, you Industrial know, maybe. Industrial bride. <laughs> yes, maybe, maybe I'm like a, I think I went through, I had a modern bride moment phase and then. Now I'm just like I'm a 32 year old bride,
0: mm-hmm. and I'm just doing good.
1: whatever the fuck I want to do. Good,
0: whatever that is. But I can just imagine. I mean, all
1: I feel the dresses like- I thought would look good on me didn't, and all the dresses that did, I, I kind of had an idea, but there was some that really blew me away how bad they looked.
0: I feel like that's normal. I feel like I hear that from
1: a lot of people. Really? like I never thought I would get yes. this. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Your dress is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I it's need so to get beautiful. it fitted. I've been like kind of waiting. I should have got it fitted earlier in the month, but I was like, oh wait, I should have be thinking about my dress right now. How long does it take? Well, you have to like be your body. Like you have to be like your wedding body because you're mm. kind of, you like, you're, like some women change whatever right. they want to do with their bodies over the next couple months. So, I want to be in a place where I feel really good. So, I'm just kind of keep pushing it off. I'm like, um. But I mean like, does it, you have to get it fitted probably like two or three times. Oh. Um, because usually people got it. change. Got it. So, it's kind of like a, 2 month And I could not fucking sit down in my dress. The one that— Yes. Yes. Okay. It was—I acted like—I was like, whatever. (laughs) I don't need to worry about this. You don't like sitting down anyway. I will not probably sit down, but I could not (laughs) sit down in my dress. It was—everyone was like, wow. And I just got right back up. (laughs) I was like a cat on a windowsill. I was like, whoop! (laughs) We tried. (laughs) Whoop! I'm gonna go back up.
0: I'll be behind you on your night and just kind of support yes. you whenever you want to. You try to sit down, okay? I was just thinking. I'm like, I I read someone who wrote into us and they're like, I just mm-hmm. love your intros. You guys just go wherever you want. Oh
1: my god, I love that. <laughs> I, I just love. And people. I'm just
0: reflecting on where we went,
1: <laughs> honestly. And then like the other day, we were talking and to someone who interviewed us, and they're, I just love this sentiment where people are like, you know, there's some people that just show you know, their life is amazing and it's perfect and they just have all this stuff and I just love that you guys are real with it. You guys really (laughs) keep it real. You guys really just show like really stuff that's hard and I'm like, totally. (laughs) I'm like, and I was like, dude, what if we actually succeed? And what if, you know, I'm like, I just was thinking, I'm like, I hope people are as happy for my success as they enjoy reveling in my challenges.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Reveling in the fact that we're wearing the same thing for the Uh, fifth day in a row.
1: That'll never change. Oh, But yeah, I get those all the time. Like those so kind sentiments that just make me laugh. I know. Like,
0: yeah. I love that. I love that our audience feels comfortable enough with us where they're just like, hey, I wanted to tell you this because it's really funny and or like, I really appreciate this. Like
1: the fan, (laughs) the fan in quotes, stuff that I've gotten sent. Retainer case.
0: Retainer Susie sent me a
1: retainer case. I got cat toys from Mm. Jessica. Jessica sent me cat toys. And then we got that license plate. Someone made us a unique license plate. Those are good ones. We got drawings. We get really so sweet. I fucking love it.
0: It's always so nice. I I've gotten a few cuz there's so many creative people out there that mm-hmm. listen to the show and um I got a journal recently that was so beautiful. I'll have to share I'll have to share her name online, but um yeah, just so so talented and it's always so nice mm-hmm. to receive those. So
1: Thanks the in advance for
0: all the gifts are yeah, going to get. Yeah, thanks for in advance. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, today's episode is a solo episode all on discipline. How exciting. But I actually, this is something that, like my anxiety I met late in my life, discipline I, I met late in my life. And I just had this realization that I deeply deserve discipline. And I had this story or notion that my creativity could not be, you know, fettered by structure and discipline because it needed the space and the freedom and really, I don't know, it's kind of like a puppy. Like you need to train, train mm-hmm. it in order for it to be happy and feel safe. And I just feel so much better, especially in the last year and a half as it relates to discipline around my music, creativity, and just expressing myself because I trust myself more. I've created momentum and I'm more inspired. So like Mm -hmm. where before I thought that, you know, having the freedom would inspire me more, it's actually that the discipline has just made such a difference. So I'm, I'm in this episode, just kind of sharing like my journey around discipline, but then also just giving you really tactical ways in which you can kind of build this web of really solid discipline that will hopefully help you, you know, whether it's create the thing that you've been wanting to create or continue to you know, learn a new thing like guitar. You got me a guitar this year and um, just creating a structure around that has been so helpful in exploring this new thing that I want to get better at. But yeah, overall, it's just like we deserve that. Mm -hmm. You know, we truly deserve um, to have that discipline, whether it's related to our health, something creative, in our relationships. So I'll dive into all of those, but I appreciate you listening to these solo ones.
1: Yeah. I wonder too, you know, with discipline, it's like, I wonder if it's like our complex with authority that makes us think that discipline is something that is bad. Mm. But really it's like, the more I use discipline in my life, the more I love my life and the more I I love myself. Like I, I use discipline because I love myself and because you do deserve better. And sometimes it feels like standards. Yeah. You know, like- when I really implemented and got serious about my life and and implied discipline, it was really when I was in Chicago and I stopped drinking. Like I was like, oh, I'm I'm not going to drink. I'm going to use my discipline and not drink. And then it was not watching TV. It was, you know, going to yoga once or twice a day. I was like obsessed at the time and going plant-based, going vegan, whatever it was. But really all acts of what other people perceive sometimes as discipline have been out of more authenticity for me or sheer love for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was was definitely,
0: and I go into this, but I was like taught to be disciplined, but I wasn't modeled Mm -hmm. to be disciplined. So it was like a lot of the talking Mm -hmm. and like telling that I should do this a certain way, but it wasn't like modeled to me, which Mm -hmm. I think is like really important. And now I have in my life people that are incredibly disciplined and it's actually really healthy for me to to learn from them in that way, um, but yeah, I mean, I completely, I completely agree. So enjoy this one. I'm excited for you guys to listen. Uh, we share these solo episodes
1: usually on Thursdays, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, just a way to get solos. closer to us. Yeah, they're really good ones, and so you can check out other solo episodes. And then we have episodes every Tuesday, Thursday. We usually do Tuesday a powerful interview. We have some really exciting guests coming up this year. We can't wait to share with you guys some of the powerful, powerful people that we have on the show soon. And if this is interesting to you or any of the other episodes for Almost 30, share it with a friend. That's how we've grown and that's how we serve our community is by this free content on the show. And we found that it's just a really great place and opportunities to support a friend.
0: Yeah. So subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Also subscribe on YouTube. We see a lot of you out there watching us in your living rooms, which, wow, thank you. Oh my God. eating their dinners in front of us thank you so much it it means the world so um, yeah enjoy this one and we will see you on the other side see you soon as our listener, you are going to get a discount plus a free thermometer, baby. Use code ALMOST30 at naturalcycles.com to get 15% off an annual subscription plus a free thermometer. That's naturalcycles.com. You're going to use the code ALMOST30 to get 15% off an annual membership and a free Thermometer. Three zero pod a thirty pod for ten percent off. What's up, everybody? It's Lynz. Hello, hello, welcome. Yo, when I see a solo episode on the schedule, I'm like ah, because I get like I'm like I want to serve them in the best way. So many things I'm in process with that I'm like ah can i speak to this and you know i i came to the conclusion that yes what i'm going to speak on today i can speak to this i'm definitely in process but i've had such a kind of a 180 flip with discipline that i'm really excited to kind of share at this moment where i am with my discipline and how it's just really opened me up and made me realize even more so My potential and my power. So I'm excited to chat with you today about what discipline used to feel like to me, what it used to look like, why I felt like I was allergic to it, and just how I have redefined it and what discipline looks like for me today. And really on a spiritual level, how it's deepened my understanding and respect for who I really am. So that's what it's gonna be today. 30 minutes quickie. I wanna actually start with a card pull. Is that okay? I've never done this before at the top of an episode, but I don't know. I just felt I felt called. You know, wherever you are, this poll is for you, for us, this collective audience listening right now. Um, so I'm pulling from the mesquite tarot deck, which is one of my favorites I've ever had. She sold out at one point because I was sharing it too much, but it's really, really beautiful. So I'm gonna pull for the greatest and highest good of all. Ah, four of cups. Let's see. Reflection, introspection, contemplation. Sometimes it's so necessary Taking a moment to reevaluate your situation, considering, pondering, studying what the path forward could look like. The Four of Cups sometimes carries a taste of dissatisfaction or ennui. Is that the right pronunciation? <laughs> maybe it doesn't feel that way. You, th- maybe it doesn't feel the way you thought it would. Perhaps it's time to go within, center yourself, renew your energy. Careful though. Don't get so tunneled in yourself that you can't see all that's being offered. Ooh, I actually think that's quite perfect for what we're talking about today. My um, you know, my journey, if you will, I feel like I say journey every other word, but it's true, has been one of deep introspection related to discipline, um, deep contemplation, because I'm like, wow, like what is it about you know, my, my upbringing, uh, my experiences that have kind of, yeah, made me allergic to discipline and what I tracked it back to and what I'm still working through in therapy and more um, is that I, okay. So my parents are, and can be, and were as teens and into their college years, incredibly disciplined people. My dad, for example, was a semi-professional tennis player for a bit. And um, in order to get to that level, you have to be Unbelievably disciplined in your practice, in the way you take care of your body, um, in your study of the sport, watching you know, watching tape, of you playing, of others playing, networking, etc. And you know I, I've heard stories from my dad and others just how completely enveloped in becoming the best tennis player he was, and it's like really inspiring for me to hear that. Really inspiring for me to hear that. So, my dad having that history, becoming a father, you know, switching careers, and, you know, really just focusing on supporting his family and really being the best dad that he can be. I I do believe that, you know, obviously that discipline around sports was non existent anymore. Fine. As a dad, he took his experience as, you know, a former athlete, saw me as a budding performer and wanting to be an actress and dancer and singer and all these things and wanting to, you know, bestow upon me kind of his experience in having discipline around practice, around, you know, being in classes, studying all the time, et cetera, et cetera. What was hard for me to get and understand about discipline was what does that look like? So at that point you know my dad was working and really just supporting his family and while that technically is a lot of discipline i wasn't seeing it translated you know in in front of my little eyes where i was like oh that's what it looks like that's what it feels like because my parents were just being parents right so it was hard for me i was getting a lot of like you should do this you know, this is a great strategy. You know, this is what I did way back when. Um, but it was hard for me to actually put it into practice. And what it felt like to me was a lot of sacrifice. And I believe my dad even used the word sacrifice, which I understand now. But as a teenager and going into college, I was like, ah, I don't want to sacrifice. I don't want to. what do you mean? I have to sacrifice fun. I have to sacrifice seeing friends. Like it just, I didn't understand the equation of it all. Um, and so I spent a lot of time in college and even out of college, just feeling disconnected from that intensity that I could be putting into things that I was really passionate about. I felt like if I gave so much and I just like became enveloped with the process and making progress, that I would become disconnected from, say, my friendships, my social life, uh, things like that, which I thought at the time were really important, as we all do. So... I never truly got into a rhythm. I would have very brief moments of being focused and disciplined, but it was usually for one purpose at the time. So say I had an audition on Friday, uh, you know, starting Wednesday and it, you know, into Thursday, I would be incredibly disciplined and focused. But discipline I've learned is, is so much about the consistency and how that generates much more momentum rather than having just these short spurts of discipline that kind of like rev up the engine and then it dies so i learned that very early on i didn't truly get it until quite recently when i was thinking about this episode i was like what is the what does discipline mean like what is the etymology of the word discipline. it comes from the Latin word um, "discipulus." I hope I'm saying that correctly. And it's the Latin word for pupil. So I was like, dang, like that is actually really powerful to think about myself as a student of myself, <laughs> a student of life. And that put me in a place where like a receiving place. So while the discipline has drive, I also understood that it was actually a beautiful place to be open to receiving more information, more skills, um, a greater understanding of like, wow, like I have the capability to do that too. And I, I asked my soul last night (laughs) in, after meditation, sometimes I'll just like ask her questions. I said, what is the purpose of discipline? And what came through, and by the way, anyone can do soul journaling. We talk about it in our episode with Elisa Romeo, but um, what is the purpose of discipline? Discipline shows you what could be possible. It is a commitment to your own potential and calls forth what already is to further embody itself. That's what came through. And I just thought that was really powerful. Discipline shows you what's possible. I spent way too much time hoping and praying and just waiting for an opportunity and not knowing exactly what was possible because I didn't give myself the chance to actually hone my skills further and move the needle a bit farther. Um, The hoping and praying was on one particular thing, whether it was like, oh, I want to get cast in the show. Oh, I want to get cast in this show. Like, please, please, please. And all of my energy was towards hoping and wishing that this was my moment and this is the lucky break rather than in a more grounded way, having the discipline to every day practice, study, because I wanted to further acknowledge and know my deep talent for performing and expressing myself and being creative. So that was a huge realization. I also learned that having this discipline just gave me so much more faith in myself. And I I feel like those two just run, run parallel to each other always. <laughs> when I find that I am you know, really committed to my work, whatever aspect of my work that is, my faith meter just like goes through the roof because I have this, this like tangible earthly proof, this discipline that just gives me this confidence and trust in myself. And then anything is a possibility. Okay. I need to introduce you to a revolutionary new app, Um, Superhuman. It was a seven minute, really vibey writing activation that I love. So I had my journal out. Um, yesterday, I did a pep talk uh, about tackling procrastination. There's a part of me that procrastinates quite a bit. So I'm just, I love this. I love this. There's going to be an activation for you for this moment, for this day. Uh, it's incredibly supportive. So. actions Ah, they just make a big difference. And I just cannot emphasize this enough. It creates this cascade effect and honestly a snowball effect. (laughs) So one begets the next really great positive small action, but it almost has like a bigger impact as the day, as the week goes on. Um, And I'm just someone who very much believes in this, whether you're like smiling at a stranger, or maybe you wake up a little bit earlier to practice your meditation, or maybe read part of the book that you're loving, uh, or maybe you integrate a healthy habit, like taking a probiotic, which is something that I've been doing for a few years now. I've been taking seeds DSO one daily symbiotic and I love it. And I've just noticed that this is the catalyst at the beginning of the day for a ton of healthy choices that I make. Um, and I've noticed a difference when I don't shipping to your door to when you put it in your body all the way through your GI tract, um, all without synthetic or chemical coatings. Um, and this was developed in collaboration with Seed Scientific Board and based on their foundational work in probiotics in the microbiome. They are the best in the space. And um, so I just, I trust them and I've experienced incredible results. So trust your gut with Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash almost and use the code 25almost to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash almost. The code is 25almost. So... Few ramblings on discipline. Thanks for riding that wave. But I want to share some ways in which you can today start to practice and be more disciplined. And again, like this is this is, I think, a part of the spiritual journey and could be a part of your spiritual awakening. Okay. So I want to share some tips that have really helped me recently, specifically with having more discipline around my music, which I'll explain. But some things that you can start doing today to have discipline be something that is like as easy and as needed as breathing. So the first thing that has helped me so much is to identify people in my life who I would consider are really Disciplined, um, those people in my life uh, usually have Capricorn in their charts somewhere. <laughs> uh, my boyfriend being one of them, he is one of the most disciplined people I know. And at first, it made me feel really insecure. It made me feel like I could be doing so much more. And I, in in being kind of insecure in in the witnessing of his deep. Discipline, I was not able to appreciate the example in front of me. I was so up in my head. I was like, oh my God, like, how does he do that? Like, I've never been like that. What if he finds out that I'm not as disciplined as he is? And I was unable to really appreciate and learn from him because I was so in my head. So eventually I was like, wow, that's like one of the things I love most about him wow I love that about him and that really brought me down into my heart and I was able to appreciate and also learn from him on a day-to-day basis uh, for example he will put his phone on airplane mode he'll tell me he'll be like I'm going I'm going in I'm gonna put my phone in airplane mode for three hours and I'm gonna be reading and um, doing some work you know whatever that is for three three hours so these time blocks I was like wow, okay, <laughs> not on your phone for three hours? Sounds amazing, not sure if I could do it, but since then I've really created those blocks of times that are for more deep work, but having someone that you know, you're know you close to, that you admire, their discipline, and being able to express that to them. Um, you know, I've told him so many times, I just respect you so much for the discipline you have around fill in the blank. And this really allows the conversation to happen and the support to be there. So I've even said, like I really am working on being more disciplined. So the fact that he knows that that is something I am working on, he becomes like my accountability partner. And there have been times where he said to me like, hey, I, I know you said you were working on you were planning on working on music. Like, how's that going? (laughs) Like, you are so right. Here I go, accountability partner. So although it can be very like such a mirror at times, I highly recommend having a web of people that you weave around you in the most loving way that you can lean on, that you can observe, that you can learn from because you really respect their process, you respect their uh, relationship with discipline. And I promise you in those moments where you're like, "Ah, how do I do this? How do I be more disciplined in this moment? If you think about that person and you say, okay, I'm going to embody fill in the blank. It will work. I always say like, okay, what would Sean do in this moment? (laughs) And it truly works. Uh, Another thing that I've done to just set myself up for a more disciplined flow is setting up systems. So what's really cool, I feel really lucky that I don't necessarily have to quote unquote work on weekends. Do I? Yes. But uh, I do have a bit more flexibility and just freedom and time. And so what I've done with my music is I have a block of time on Saturdays where I will um, turn off my phone and just go into deep, deep work. So usually it's from 10 to two and I block off each hour as a different focus within what I'm trying to learn or produce within that time. So the first hour, for example, is for figuring out some technical shit that I'm really bad at. (laughs) It's something that I don't like to do, so I get it out of the way. That's the first hour. I will fully immerse myself, for example, in learning how to integrate new instruments into a Pro Tools project. And so I really get deep in it. I'll YouTube, I'll, I'll just make sure I'm getting as much information as possible and then I'll practice it. So I'm like, okay, once I kind of know how to troubleshoot, then I'll practice setting up the session using what I've learned. Just an example, but, um, and then the second hour I'll play. I'll just, I'll kind of rip, you know, with no, with no pressure to produce anything. I just want to play and hear different sounds and maybe play with my voice and different manipulations and just really like have fun. And in doing so, within the structure of discipline, I add play. So if you think of like, you know those those little Russian dolls that like pop out of one another? So the big one is the discipline. Then the next one I have like a layer of play. And within that, I'm able to discover something that I would have never discovered if I hadn't played and if I hadn't had the discipline. So I discover a new sound or a new beat or I create a new melody and all thanks to this, this structure, this you know block of time that I've set aside and committed to and unplugged for, and I've discovered this whole new thing, this new melody that I can play with and that really lights me up. So I always associated discipline as like boring, Restrictive doesn't allow me to be creative. Blah blah blah. But what I'm discovering is that discipline is actually the structure you need in order to feel more free and more creative. And it's like like a hundred million light bulbs are going off in my head. Like, oh my god! I wish I would have done this sooner. Wow! Never ever ever too late. Ever. That's the truth. and also you know the the other thing i'll say about the play is that think of your discipline as like this safe space for your talent and your gifts to come out and play because if you don't have a structure and like kind of a comfy comfy playroom <laughs> for them to play in they might feel a little vulnerable or it might just feel um disconnected. So I've just found that like, wow, discipline is actually that really warm, protected, safe space for my talent to just play and become more fully embodied. And it's just been so, so cool to discover. The third thing that I recommend and what I am doing is I have a progress journal. So journaling is something that, you know, I struggle with because I'm like, oh, writing down my thoughts. uh, Like what I'm kind of afraid of what I'm going to say. And it's just like a time spend. So what I really love is in setting up these systems, in having my support system and people that I can look to and embody when I am you know, practicing discipline. I want to keep track of my progress so that I can look back, you know, a week from now and say, wow, like you actually learned that chord and now you can play it and comfortably without even looking and your fingers are more comfortable playing it on the guitar. So I am writing down in detail at the end of a deep dive session and I'm writing down in detail what I learned, how I feel, the progress that I feel like I've made in this session. And then I write down the goals for next week. And I'm not necessarily all about goals all the time, but I do think it's really important to have like these little flags in the sand that live, you know, a mile down the beach where I can see it and I know where I'm going. And it's totally attainable. I just have to put one foot in front of the other and have the discipline to get there. So I put those flags in the sand, these little goals that I have for the next week. I want to learn three jazz chords and play them without even looking and be able to name them when I hear them. Something like that, right? So that's been incredibly helpful to track your progress. And in looking back and reflecting when you look at your progress journal, Oh my God! You will never get down on yourself again. You, it, it's really incredible the these like micro steps forward that could compound over time and just create this totally different experience with your talent and your gifts. So don't underestimate the power of of just these little moments of like, huh? I did that now. Wow! I worked at it and I got it. Like. Those are huge. And they just send such a, a strong, it's like that butterfly effect, like that reverberation of, yeah, they're in it. They're totally in it. They're committed. They're feeling progress. They're feeling the pride in, in setting aside time and structure to really hone this skill or learn this thing. And that reverberation just kind of picks up the opportunities, the conversations, the relationships and brings them right back to you to be able to further embody what you want to bring to the world and have those relationships and opportunities facilitate that. So it's really cool. There's definitely energetics here that I'm interested in, not an expert on, but I'm I'm experiencing that it and it feels just so damn good. just kind of the boring the boring uncle in the corner that you have to talk to <laughs> discipline can be truly your greatest ally in your pursuit of creating in learning, in you know just delivering your your truest essence and your purpose in the world and really embodying that and yeah, I just I believe in you all so, so much. And I believe that you deserve discipline. I'm realizing late in life that I really deserve discipline. And it it's the roots. It's the roots that keep me, that keep me in reality, really. Because without discipline, I find that I am so in my head. I'm overthinking. I'm overanalyzing. I am just guessing, you know, maybe I'll be good at this one day. And it's not rooted in reality. So, again, just to uh, repeat what my soul said about what is the purpose of discipline. Discipline shows you what could be possible, it is a commitment to your own potential and calls forth what already is to further embody itself and think of discipline as that safe space for your talent, your gifts to come out and play. I love it. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. This was a short one and I just wanted to you know, bring you in on what I'm working with in real time. And um yeah, you can follow along with my progress with my music where I'm putting just so much of my discipline. I think, you know, now with almost 30, I'm I'm really in that rhythm of discipline with our business and making that connection. But with music, it's, it's something that I feel so, so strongly about making and, and giving the world. And so it's kind of scary and overwhelming. And, um, I'm finally just realizing that this spirit of my music wants a channel, a clear, channel <laughs> of dis- discipline to flow through it feels good it feels safe it feels sturdy so i'm just creating that and working that and um yeah here to support you all in your your journeys of just becoming a bit more disciplined around things that you truly care about this could be your health career relationships self discovery really anything. Last thing I'll say is that what's happening in the almost 30 membership is is really that support embodied that I spoke about, you know, having that support, that accountability and is such an integral piece of of practicing discipline. And I'm just really honored to be to be, you know, at the helm with Krista of this really special group of people that have committed to 6 months of self-development and knowing themselves better and yeah, it's 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 the coolest thing. So, thank you those of you who are in there. I love you so much. Um we open up enrollment again in 6 months or so. So, stay tuned for that. But I love you guys. Thank you so much for Listening, you know, I always feel at the end when I record these, I'm like, did that make sense to people? You know, and would they even like this? And my head starts to just roll, but it came from my heart. So I just trust that, you know, whoever needs to hear this has heard it. And please, please let me know if you have any questions at Lindsay Simsick on Instagram. I love you all. Have a great day and I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate you. Um, Again, share this with a friend and definitely DM me at Simsic on Instagram. Happy to connect with y'all.
1: Yeah, excited to connect with you guys more. This has been such a fun year already. Thanks for being a part of our community. I would love to thank our amazing sponsors of Almost 30 before we close. Yeah, thanks to BetterHelp,
0: Thrive Market, Hum Nutrition and Go Macro. You can visit our show notes or on our website for discount information. As always, we just share these brands because we love them and use them.
1: Yeah, enjoy. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye.